Oh, okay. I don't know what I'm doing. But I can tell you. Or can I? Where am I? I can tell you that this had Oscar buzz is hosted by Joe Reed and Chris File. And each week they look at a different movie that once had lofty Academy Award aspirations. But those Oscar hopes quickly died. And Henry and I, filling in for Joe and Chris, are here to perform the autopsy. Wow. Yes, that's the intro they do on the show. That is the intro they do on the show. So without further ado, we're going to play their theme song. Ready, set, go. Podcast. Podcast. I forgot to pause the other thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to This Had Oscar Buzz. Once again, I'm your host, Gary Souter, and with me, as always, is a man who might finger your mom. Oh, boy. Henry Johnson. <laughs> I would take your mother out for a respectful dinner and then shove four digits into a big old bowl of mashed potatoes. I would. We would do a Bible study together. I would shove four of my fingers into a Bible and turn the page. (laughs) Turn the page and do a Bible study. Those pages are heavy. You need four fingers. We made a big mistake. What big mistake did we make? Watching this movie. Oh my God. How much God. I listen to the first ten minutes of this podcast, so how much vamping do they do? Or they just like jump right into the movie? Um they kinda ask how their weeks were okay. and they talk about um, Can I tell the story about the, the about the hate crime I almost saw? Yes. I was so yes. I was with I was with two of my friends and we were trying to find a party out in Alston and we heard like a bunch of shouting and so like, Oh, there's probably a party there. Let's go check it out. Or and like a fight. That we were like, something's going on, and we want to be a part of it. <laughs> so we went across the street, and it turned out to be in a parking lot. And so we look inside, and we just see a guy in a car, and another guy banging on the hood and yelling at him. <laughs> and then the car backs up, revs his engine, and then launches forward at the guy at full speed, and then stops right before. And we all freaked out. And the guy like pulled out and like left, and like was like screaming stuff. But like, he was like living in GTA Five. It was crazy. That's ins- I mean, I live my life like I'm in GTA 3. San Andreas? San- no, no, no. GTA 3. Not San Andreas. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I live in New York. Ah, New York, baby. New York, baby. That's insane. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, a s- No, not something similar. Friday night, or th- Thursday night, I don't remember. No, I think it was Thursday night. Me and my friends were getting ready to go out. And we were like, oh, let's go to the Max and get some snacks. Nice. And so we would go downstairs, and I'm we're walking through the lobby of Colo, mm-hmm. the colonial building at Emerson College, on our way to the <laughs> Max. You know, relaxing, calm night. Chilling all cool. And then I turn to my right, and I see someone who I've been intimate with, and they go, oh, hey, Gary. And I go, oh, hey. And then I turn to my left, and then I see another person <laughs> who I've been equally as intimate with, and then they go, oh, hey. And I go, hi. And then I leave. And then my sweetmate just, just yeah. And then, then my sweetmate just goes, "You've had sex with both of those people, haven't you?" And I was <laughs> like, I, "Maybe I don't know." Jealous. This, so this whole story is you flexing that you've slept with two different people. Yeah, I'm twice not a virgin. Wow. Well, then someone later that night thought I had an STD. So, hey, that's cool. you know, you win some, you lose some, eh? Hey, and then some, and then one of my friends came up to me. We were at the TAM, but mm-hmm. we were not drinking. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, but Mr. she came up behind me, tapped me on the back and went, hey, Gary, you know what time it is? And I went, what time is it? And she went, it's Sig O'Clock. And then she went outside and smoked a cigarette. Speaking of smoking cigarettes. Julie. <laughs> no. I'm the main character in this movie. Oh enjoys a, f- a cigarette or two. Yeah, well, we haven't mentioned what movie we're talking about. I know, I'm about. trying to, I'm giving, I'm giving subtle hints like the mass Singer so they got to figure it out. <laughs> uh, and it turns out I'm actually LaToya Jackson. <laughs> Can I do her little like, yeah. laugh? Have you heard LaToya laugh? 
No. It's insane. She laughs like a baby. But and Henry I, and I I'm are, actually Reese Witherspoon. She would never go on The Masked Singer. I she has she, an Oscar. I think Reese Witherspoon in 20 years would go on The Masked Singer. No, I think Reese is going gonna, is gonna to skyrocket to fame. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking, obviously, about everyone's favorite movie, directed by multiple Academy Award winner and nominee... Mr. Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis. That's who directed it. <laughs> of course, we're talking about Welcome to Marwin. Welcome to Marwin, Welcome baby. Welcome to Marwin. It was directed by Robert Zemeckis, written by Caroline Thompson. And, and Robert Zemeckis. And Robert Zemeckis. Stars, this is a Robert Zemeckis joint. <laughs> stars Steve Carell and Leslie Mann, among others. Among others? Yeah. It's really a Steve Carell and movie. just him. Yeah. He's the only one with like... A character arc. Well. <laughs> Barely. His character, it, it's not really an arc, but it's more of like maybe a speed bump. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's, he, he, he counters an obstacle and then he just kind of He counters going. an <laughs> obstacle like an hour and a half into the movie, <laughs> into this two hour movie. The movie starts at the end of another movie. Like when we see our character, he's already reached the point where a better movie would have ended ended true true but henry before we get into talking about the movie talking about why people thought it would have been nominated for an oscar why mm-hmm. people thought it would have won an oscar um and sort of talk about its award season rollout and how quickly this movie was like not i wouldn't say shut out but like ejected no trebucheted out of the oscar conversation yeah from the first frame, I From said. From the first frame, I think I think people were like, you know what? I don't know if the, this movie doesn't look that interesting, but it's based on a really successful documentary, and the special effects look insane, so maybe it's going to get an SFX nomination. Mm-hmm. And then I think from the first frame, people were like, no. No. No, no don't back, touch this. I don't want to be welcome to Marwin. <laughs> I do not. But Henry, before we start doing that, would you like to give us oh God. a 60-second okay. description okay, 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 okay. of the plot everyone quiet. to Welcome to Marlin? Everyone, everyone who's listening at home, be please, quiet. Please let me set a timer. Are you ready? Yeah, give me a countdown. Your time starts now. So the funny man from the office is, uh, he is a soldier, and he goes, pew, 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 pew. Uh, but he, not in real life, just little toys. And he makes the toys do little fighting movies. Uh, and he takes pictures of them, and he's real famous. But all the pictures, all the, all the women, uh, they real, they're real women. Uh, and all the, he puts all the real women in the little playthings, uh, and they take pictures. Uh, and then uh, he's, he's addicted to pills, but the pills are a lady. Uh, and it all because he, he, got, he got beat up because he likes wearing women's shoes, and then he got to go to court to say they did it. 30 but, seconds. But the people there are Nazis. Um, and also, he has a foot fetish, and he likes collecting women's shoes, and that's just kind of breezed over. They don't <laughs> talk about that a lot. Um, and then at the end of the movie, he just does the thing that starts, and the movie movie just kind of ends with him uh, just doing the thing that was set up at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> How much time do I have left? Ten seconds. And Steve Grill has a foot fetish in the movie. It's not just going to blaze over. Five it. seconds. Uh, two, two thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. That was a 60 Thank second you. description of the plot and review. And I mean, it's very hard to sum this plot up in 60 seconds because there is none. Yeah. I think what was it like 90 minutes in I was like where are we in this movie and I paused it and I was like oh we're 90 minutes in and conflict hasn't arise I know the weirdest part is that you think when you see a movie like this about like a a movie about a photographer you think the movie would start with him like no one knows his photography and at the end he's world famous but the movie starts with him setting up the date for his New York gallery like the movie starts with him already famous and he's like an artist from Kingston so he's not that like crazy well known but the art that he makes is little dolls that he puts in World War 2 settings and then takes photos of them yes and this is based on a true story Mm -hmm. Um, which the documentary doesn't start with like and I've heard I've heard it's very good. So I just want to say the real Mark, what's his last name? Like Hogelman? Hogan. Hogenberg? Hogenberg. The something. real Mark. Um, we are not judging you. We no. are not judging the fact no, 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 that no. you like to partake in cross dressing. We're not we're yeah, not judging read you. Read this for text that. from my sister. What did Henry, you gotta talk about the original 
Yeah, we knew. Yeah, I just said that. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure we address that. And then your mom talked about LaToya Jackson. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so we're not talking about... We're, this is not a, an attack on the real Mark's no. character. Go off, kid. Yeah, go off. If you want to wear some ladies' clothes, rock and roll, man. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll. Sometimes I get out of the shower and I put the towel above my nipples. <laughs> and just above so and above your dick. <laughs> so it's a little teeny skirt. And then I'll take another towel and I'll put it in my hair. And then I go back in my room and I'm like, ooh. Who's she? Ah. Ooh. Sometimes I'll take a towel and put it around my entire face. And then I'll give fun facts about myself and pretend I'm the mass singer. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, so Marwin, so Marwin is a town in Belgium that he made up. That he made up during World War II, and there are a lot of women that live there. All yes. of them are from Mark's real life in the movie, which is terrifying. And he's friends with all the re- all the women, and then he talks to them about what they do. And in they're this life. All, and they're all invested. Like he he sees the real woman. They go, "Oh, what's going on in Marwin today?" And he goes, "Oh." You know, you you all helped me fight off some Nazis, and they like are really and invested like, in the story. No, they're not invested. They're just kind of like, oh, oh, that's so nice, that's cute, good for you. They're very kind of patronizing to Mark. Well, he like doesn't have his memories. Yeah, he got hate crime. He got hate crime so bad he lost his memory. And the way this is so bad, but the way he got hate crime was like a white supremacist walked up to him in a bar and went, "Do you cross dress?" <laughs> and Mark and goes, just goes, "Yeah, yep. what's it to you? What's it to you? <laughs> what's it to you, stud?" And then walks away, and the guy beats him up, and that's kind of it. That's like how he got hate. And it's crime. just like hinted at, and then they finally show it. I think that would be hilarious. If, uh, well, if in I the saw fiction that in of the movie, that group of white supremacists must have been just like walking around to strangers going, hey, are you are you doing a cross-dressing? No, nope, just checking. And the stranger's like, no, and they're like, all right. <laughs> okay, keep it up. Got your eyes on. Got my eyes on. All you. right, I'm watching you. I'm We're watching. doing our checks, me and my gang. <laughs> I do, Real tough guy stuff. I do like how the movie really like leans into just how many men it took to take down Steve, Steve Carell. Carell. It was five <laughs> it was Nazis. Five. How many Nazis it take? To, I could beat up Steve Carell by myself. And I'm barely a Nazi. I don't know. <laughs> he also, like, he doesn't, like, cross-dress, Gary, okay. cross-dress. Gary, could you beat up Steve Carell by yourself? Yeah. 100%. Actually, no, I don't have a lot of rage in me anymore. Well, I don't know where it went. If provoked, could you fight Steve Carell? Oh. Hell yeah. I could take him. Let's fight Steve Carell. Please. Well, here's my thing. And I might be preemptively saying this, but yes. I kind of side with the white supremacist in this movie because I do not like the character of Mark. He has like a really intense foot fetish. So that, intense. That's So Leslie Mann, Judd Apatow's famous wife, um, plays his next door neighbor who has supersonic hearing who has supersonic hearing because literally her she does not like enter <laughs> scenes normally or people are always like let's go find Leslie Mann she's always like I heard you from across the street <laughs> she lives across the street and, and Mark there's one like, scene where he's screaming in his own house and she knocks on the door and she goes I heard you I heard something <laughs> happening is are you okay well there's my favorite scene is she Mark is talking to his like the person who works at the hobby store he buys all the dolls from he I think goes, her name's Loretta yeah she goes oh Loretta you get the new shipment of like uh, what, what are they called like, of like dolls of dolls and then Leslie and then Mann just, peeks out from behind his <laughs> from behind Mark's house not her house, Mark's house, yes. and just goes, oh, you oh I dolls? heard you say dolls. <laughs> She's like, sorry, the gate was open. And then you see an exterior shot of the house, and there's no gate. There's no gate, and the house is on the other side of the street. So she was just lurking. Uh, I, I, and that scene happens twice. It does. Uh, I love it. She just kind of appears in frame. Yeah. Um, but she plays his love interest. And technically. Technically. And she... There's one scene where he goes over to her to her house, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I collect women's shoes, and sometimes I wear them." And she's like, "Oh, really? Yeah, that's so neat." And then she goes, "Oh, that's so quirky." And well, then she's like a like, fetish. And he's like, "It's not a fetish." We'll reenact the scene. Okay, I'll, can I be Marwin? I want to be Marwin. Wait, yeah, can I be Leslie Mann? Okay, I have the the character's name. The character's name isn't Marwin, but we're just gonna keep calling him Marwin. Mr. Marwin, Sir okay. Marwin. Okay. <clears throat> 
Let me get in the character. I was in the office. Okay. I was in the office. <laughs> then I was in Foxcatcher. I was in Foxcatcher. Then I ran three consecutive Oscar campaigns in one year. Okay. Um. Yeah, I collect shoes. Oh, really? Is it like a fetish? No. I wrote, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. When oh, yeah. I want to make sure it when is verbatim. When this scene happened, I screamed at Henry, write this down, write this down. We watched this movie two hours ago, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We were going to watch it Thursday, but then I was like, no, Drag Race UK premieres, and I have to go to the bar and not drink. <laughs> anyway, so no, it's not a fetish. I'm a collector. I collect woman's essences. I find it helps me connect more with the dames. That is a verbatim quote from the movie we just saw two hours ago. Essence of the Dames. And I thought this scene was going to be fabulous because the like doll version of Mr. Marwin says that exact same thing. And all the women in his fantasy town are like, ooh, Mark. So I thought he was going to say that and people were going to be like, yo, that's weird, dude. And it was going to be like... I don't, Stop being so wacky, bro. The baffles me that she but says. But then Leslie Mann is like, "Yeah, I get that." It baffles me that she says, "Is that a fetish?" And then he says, "Oh, no, 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 don't worry." Then he says something even creepier than having a fetish, which is collecting woman's essences. And if he did say that to the white supremacists, I'm not. I'm not saying I side with them 100 percent of the time, but, but they made a point. They that, made some I mean, points. If someone, if like. Look, all I'm saying is that if someone came up to me and was bragging about how he collects woman's essences and then I beat him up, I think I would be the hero. Yeah, I would watch that movie about your life. If you say you collect woman's essences... I'm calling the cops. Yeah. Calling the cops. We don't need the cops. John Wayne Gacy used to do that with his mother's shoes and underpants. He would steal them. He would steal them put them in his closet, sometimes try them on and walk around, which, like, yeah. good for you, expressing yourself, but then he would pee and masturbate all over them. Mark? And he killed people. He killed boys. Mark shows so many serial murderer traits. He collects essences. He's very meticulous. He, he is. is obsessed with violence. Can we talk about how violent this movie this is? This movie is so violent. And it's, it's not... Um, there's one scene where they show him getting beaten up. But all the violence is like little dolls. But it is unbelievably they violent. They are really quick on the trigger of those guns. There oh are my so God. many guns in this movie. Every single character, every single woman <laughs> in Marwen is uh, really like sluttily dressed. Yep. And they all are wearing heels, of course. They all wear heels. They all, they all are Barbie dolls. And then they all like wield these massive guns multiple guns and they it's it's so weird because robert zemeckis like thinks he's being empowering with all these like his military woman walking around in heels and the the climax i guess of the movie is marwin stabbing a nazi in the neck with a heel of a shoe saying like you don't understand, you don't understand. the power of no, women he says, he says Women are the savior of this town, and then stab it. And it's just such a weird energy, and it's like not empowering. It's so bizarre, and I feel like the movie walks this insane line of like trying really hard to be woke because everyone's really accepting of the yeah. fact that Steve Carell loves to absorb women's foot essences. <laughs> And like Leslie Mann in one scene is like, here, I here are some espadrilles. I, get, which, I, make, like, I got you some. Shoes. No, sorry, the hobby shop lady gives him yeah. some espadrilles, and I was like, espadrilles. Don't feed into his. No, weird not only thing. don't feed into his, feed into it. Don't give him espadrilles. <laughs> espadrilles. Honey. Are we in Barcelona? <laughs> no, they are in upstate New York. In this movie, what are we talking about? Can you move the mouse on the computer? I just want to make sure we're still recording. All right, cool. We are indeed still recording. Uh, it's like... Sorry. I had a lot of liquid. The other thing that's weird in this movie is that <laughs> it doesn't... It thinks that the audience is children or people like Marwin who had their memories beaten out of them because or everything... very horny. This movie is horny. It is violent and horny and it doesn't trust the audience because everything is very explained. Like the big twist, there's like a villain in the movie who's like a witch that Marwin creates. Oh yeah, the villain. Yeah, and the big twist is that Sorry. she's supposed to represent his addiction 
And that's kind of like revealed at the end when like Marwin goes, oh, I get it. You're my addiction. It's supposed to be a big twist. But in the first scene of the movie, the villain transforms into a pill. And into then, a Xanax. And then Mar- like he takes the pill. So it's obvious from the entire movie that she's the representation of addiction. This is one of my biggest, strangest, this is one of my biggest pet peeves because I think movies that like talk about it, prescription drug addiction always end with the main guy like flushing them down the toilet and what a waste for yeah first what a waste Harvard kids will pay a pretty penny for that <laughs> but also like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be flushing your psychiatric drugs down the toilet if you've been prescribed them yeah my thought because next thing you know, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are popping off in some zannies. <laughs> that's your fault. You got to live with that. And that's your fault. Can we talk about the insane amount of famous people that are in this movie? Yes. So, obviously Steve Carell. It's a like, real eight-hander. His name is Mark Hogankamp. Hogankamp. And he lives in Kingston. Cool. Sorry for all your Hogankamp stands yeah. out there. So, Leslie Mann plays Nicole with no E. Oh, that's a whole nother can of worms. The E stands for exposition, of which this movie is exclusively, which isn't... Every line of dialogue in this movie is exposition. 100%. And it is crazy that this movie still has no plot. It's It talks so much about a plot that doesn't exist. Do not watch this movie. I, I, can't, I can't stress this enough. But if you do want to, it is, like, on HBO. Yeah. Um, but don't watch it. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Maybe watch it on like two times speed. Oh my god! It's also a two-hour-long movie. Did okay, mention that. So who else is in this movie? Diane Kruger, famous. I just um, met her. <laughs> I just. Uh, Merritt Weaver, who's. I just met her. Oh my god, Merritt Weaver, who's from Nurse Jackie and Godless, and she was in um, uh, Unbelievable, okay, which is very famous, and Tiny Furniture. Fun fact. But also, like, Gwendolyn Christie's in this. Janelle Monae's in this. Like, there are, like, people in this movie, and Gwendolyn Christie literally has to show up, um, say a couple lines in a Russian accent, and then she is not. Well, she she must have. She did mocap for the rest of the thing. Yeah. So she, like, showed up, but she has no lines and no impact on the plot. She she has a great. She's a real scene stealer. And her scene where she does her fake Russian accent and goes, oh, Mark, you're getting so skinskies. <laughs> Skinsky! Which... Oh, it, I loved Skinsky. Yeah, so you can only listen to our show if you're Skinsky. This movie got me feeling scared-ski. <laughs> um, wh- can we talk... What was your favorite scene? Before we talk about the weird kind of buzz this movie generated yeah. and then quickly lost. My favorite scene? Yes. And then I, oh no, but then before we talk about the buzz, I want to play a game with you. Okay. But favorite scene? My favorite scene, <coughs> um, probably the one where Mark gets beat up. Which one? We see that scene a hundred times. The one where we see all of it. No, no, no. The one where we no, see no, 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 no. My favorite scene is any scene with the bad boy, Nicole's boyfriend. Oh my God. Yes, what? Nicole has a bad boy girl fr- boyfriend. Sorry, this movie is very not queer. Um, <laughs> Nicole has a bad boy boyfriend who sometimes just kind of shows up to be mean. And my favorite scene is when he shows up while Leslie Mann and Steve Carell are having a chat. Yeah, and he's they leave the house and he's standing outside and he's like, hey, I saw that you like built a tiny town and you have little Nazis in there. And then he <laughs> speaks in like a full sentence in German yeah. and heils Hitler. And then Leslie Mann is like, oh my God, like Carl, stop. <laughs> You're embarrassing. Oh my God. Is his name actually Carl? No. No. Um, I'll I'll find it. Give me a second. But he's just such a cliche. Like literally, the scene opens with Nicole moving his in, Kurt. moving of her his stuff name is Kurt. into her house. She's like, oh, I'm just a single lady moving in the house. And then like another caller pulls up, and he's wearing a leather jacket, smoking a cigarette, and it's just heavy metal music. And it could not be more heavy handed. That oh, this guy's this guy maybe is on the wrong side of the law. He's a bad kid. Were you a bad kid in high school, or were you a good kid? I'll I'll give you one guess. <laughs> You were a good kid. 
Yes. I was a bad kid. No, I, I was not. I was a very good kid. We were, but you know, we, we were what well, we were both. We were both skinskis. We were so skinsky. The baddest so thing I did was watch my friends smoke American spirits in the baseball field while we listened to Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> the baddest thing I did in high school, uh, probably cheat my way through entire entirety of chemistry class. I never learned a single thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of baller. It was. We had a whole system going on. Um, we would put our answers into our calculators and then just like copy off the calculators. I, our teacher was 90 years old and didn't care. I was in like AP Calc and my friend, you know how with a like fancy graphing calculator, you can program formulas. Yeah. So our professor gave us this huge sheet of every single formula we need to know. And we spent like one whole lunch period just plugging them into our calculators and naming them. Mm -hmm. And so then when we took the test, you could just like plug all that stuff in and cop. It was great. Life so hacks. I cheated my way through calc. Low key. Um, Life hacks. But anyway, Henry, can I play a game with you? Please. Yay. I'm excited. I want you to guess the budget for this movie <laughs> and then guess how much this movie made. Okay. Okay. It's got to be high because there were a lot of pretty good special effects. It's not as high as I thought it would be. The I'm, I'll give you a hint. The advertising that was spent on this movie... Um, is it double the budget? Is it the same as the budget? Is about like 10 to 20 million more than the budget. Oh, wow. Where did I see that? Um, I'll say this was a 60 million. This was 60 million? It's cool, 60 mil. Okay. 60 million? All yeah. right. How much do you think it made? I'm going to say it made 80. You think it made you think it made back its budget? Not with marketing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it didn't make back its budget. Okay. In the slight it What was the, the budget? Estimated budget is 40 to 50 million okay. and it made 12.9 million dollars. And its Oof. budget was sixty million. Its um, marketing budget was sixty million dollars okay, on advertising, right about that. and the original plan was after the release to bump that up to one hundred and twenty million. But like the second it was released, they cut it. So in total, they spent what sixty plus was fifty. It? They 50. spent one hundred and ten million dollars on this movie because the marketing was crazy. I remember there was a ton of marketing for it. Oh, I do you have Hulu? Uh, we. We have premium Hulu without ads. Oh, okay. Nerd. We're wealthy but family. But the Hulu ads, Hulu targets what you watch. Yeah. And then generates, I think, like four ads based on <laughs> yeah, stuff. It's probably like ones. three based on stuff you're interested in. And then that's all you see for the next like two weeks, um, which is why I now have a WoW Presents Plus subscription. And I use that um, search engine that plants a tree. Ecosia? Yes, I love Ecosia. <laughs> Do you use it? I see the YouTube ads for that. I have planted a thousand trees. I'm awesome. Wow. Ugh. Yeah, that's why I breathe so well. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this movie was a was like a quintessential bomb. It really flopped. Like I've seen people say like, oh, movies with a budget of like fifty that made eighty bombed because they didn't make back their marketing. Mm -hmm. Like this movie. Bombed. This movie bombed with like the emoji B. Like bomb. I just can't imagine the amount of money they lost is more money than I will like ever see in my entire life. The movie I, industry is crazy. I mean, I was born into wealth. So. <laughs> well, someone doesn't have Hulu Premium. Losing so. a losing a hundred million, honey. This is how the rich stay rich. <laughs> <laughs> we save. Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, okay, so let's talk about. Because this, like, from the first frame, I could not understand how this movie had a single ounce of buzz to it. Well, the movie opens with, you know, it's a pretty standard cliche at this point to open with a location in time. You know, you might see a movie that says, you know, San Antonio, 1948, and that's where the movie starts. This movie opens with somewhere over Belgium, and then the line underneath that is not World War II or 1942. It says... During World War II, I have never the seen the air over Belgium. I have never, yeah, that's what it said. It said the air over Belgium during World War II. I have never seen a movie date and time thing like so vague, so, so vague, and also formatted like that, like a sentence. So vague. Like you are seeing the sky over Belgium, and the time period is during the Second World War. And I was like, well, so when, 
when and where are we? It's the sky weird. in the forties, and it opens with it with a CG because the, the, all the dolls are, are animated in CG and they are capture. animated very nicely, very very well. It's some great CGI in this movie because uh, Robert Zemeckis of ImageWorks, famous for his pushing boundaries of motion capture technology, is the director of um, Polar Express, Beowulf. Mars, He's a producer on Mars, Mar- Mars Needs, Needs Moms, Moms, all of these classic films. So Robert Zemeckis is no stranger to a big flop. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you that much. Hey, they made up a language for Mars Needs Moms. Did they? Yeah. Have oh you not seen my. those videos? No. Girl. I know that Seth Green was supposed to play the kid, and they completely recast him and dubbed another person in. It was originally Seth Green. I'm they gasping say, right you now. You know what? That, it sounds weird. It was cast an actual child. <laughs> they had a child to re-record his voice. But the animation stayed the same. So the child had to match the animation. Jesus Christ. Bless that child. I wonder what are he's doing now. I don't know. Is there a Mars Needs Mom too? Venus uh, Needs No, moms? because the first Mars Needs Mom lost a million, a hundred million dollars. Yeah, for someone that has like really made some Bombs, some bombs. Robert Zemeckis has is a. He keeps trying to push motion capture. He thinks mocap is like the future of technology, um, and it is like the future of, um, like video games. Yeah, I guess. But he really thinks that digital actors are going to replace actors in the near future. Which you know, go off, King. I guess. Yeah, but for someone that like. I mean, in this heyday, he directed, like, Back to the Future, Roger Rabbit, Death Becomes Her Forrest Gump. And then after that, it's just kind of been, like... Hit or miss. Polar Express, Monster House, Bale, Welcome to Marwin. Monster House is good. What else? Let me find out. I just can't believe... Passed away, which, like, okay. Robert Zemeckis made this movie and was like, yeah, I'm going to release it in the middle of Oscar season, because, like, this is He didn't release it in the middle of Oscar season. He released it on December 21st, which is, like... That is prime. Get your movie out. Oscar bait. That's right when The Wife was released. Yeah. Which is interesting. I can't believe Mark made this movie. Not Mark. Robert made this movie. Wrote it, filmed it, did all the CGI. Mr. Marwin. Edited it, saw it in its entirety and said, yep, this one's going to get me my Oscar. Well, this film tested so poorly. Oh, I'm sure it did. It's it's has no plot and still somehow manages to be confusing. Yeah. If you ask, I'm very amazed that you could do the, that you could describe the plot of this movie in like 50 seconds because... Well, you see how great I was at it. Yeah. This movie is so plotless, and yet no one's motivation makes sense. It's surreal in a weird way. And it's... it's The weirdest part about this movie is it's trying to kind of be woke. It is. Where, that's like, the weirdest part. You have people... like. There's talk about, like, white supremacy and neo-Nazis and, like... And it's... He's a victim of a hate crime, but, you know... There's no worse victim of a, a queer crime than a straight man. Yeah, the, the movie kind of hammers in the fact that he's straight and just kind of like likes to put on shoes. Yeah. Which, he's very straight. He spends most of his time watching porn and drawing boobs. You know who plays the porn actress? I just, I'm on the Wikipedia page. I would love for you to guess who plays the porn actress. Meryl Streep? Yeah. No, okay. it's Robert Zemeckis' wife. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's so weird. If uh, for the folks at home, uh, Henry is stroking his chin I'm right stroking now, stroking my prepubescent facial hair. Really thinking. You do have kind of a puby beard, but you've groomed it so that it doesn't look like that anymore. Wow, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> As someone with a famous, with with a famously puby beard. I can only I can only sympathize with your struggles. I'm there's just so many things that confuse me about this movie. I have so many more questions after after than when I started. Well, which is a sign of a good movie. Let's look at the only two category because I did a little bit of research. How dare you? Um how dare you upstage me when you're doing to research? Just see like what people were what people thought this movie could get nominated for and obviously it was 
Best visual effects. And the visual effects in this are very nice. Are, what, what was nominated for visual effects that year? Would you like to guess? Okay. What year is this? This is last year. Last the year? Oscars. So it would have been the Star Wars. I will give you... I will give you... We can start out, and I'll give you some hints if it doesn't work out. All right? Okay. You got well, five. I, I, I mean, I got it. Star Wars, uh, Last Jedi. No. That what? movie did not come out in 2018. Yes, it, No. Did no, it? No, it didn't. It okay. came out in 2017. Um, Avengers Infinity War. Yes. Jurassic yeah. World. No. Okay. Um... Um, this movie, okay, so the movie that won, no, you know, you'll wait, guess the winner next. Contact. I mean, Arrival. I mean. That movie came out in like 2017. I am really bad at movies and dates. Okay, so you had a star. Give me hints, give me hints. It was a Star Wars movie. Oh, Han Solo. Yes. So Solo, a Star Wars movie. Um, This was a weird movie based on kind of a problematic book, but it was directed by um, a very notable director who's won a ton of Oscars, made stuff like Jurassic Park I already and Star said, Wars. I already said Avengers Infinity War. The Russo brothers have done nothing but just show up out of nowhere to make the Avengers. <laughs> what? This movie got bad reviews. You're um, really narrowing it down. Giants in it. Oh, Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, okay. So you have three of the five. Yep. This movie is about Winnie the Pooh. No, the Winnie the Pooh movie. Christopher yeah. Robin. Yeah. That actually had really great the visual one, effects. That, that was insane. The char- they, they had really good character design. That fur looked like yeah. fur, but then when they got dirty, it like got, oh, it was so It was nice. great character okay. design. And then the last one had an incredible amount of Oscar buzz, especially for the supporting actress. Um, it was a collab. It was the second collaboration between the youngest person ever to win Best Director. Oh, my gosh. And oh. a former Mickey Mouse Club member. Oh, Oh gosh! It's um, very space themed. Um, it's about oh the prime primary person. I know this. The primary male to this. set foot on a big thing. First man. Yes. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> what do you think won? Um, Avengers won, right? Out of well, no. Out <laughs> of First Man, Avengers, Robin, Ready Player One, and Solo. Did Ready Player One win? No. Where was it? It was First Man. Really? Right? I feel like the... That's crazy. Sorry, I like really into burp. <laughs> so I... This is... I haven't seen First Man, but I'm sure the effects are fine. Um, this is a hard race to crack. Yeah. Like... I mean, obviously, like stuff like Avengers and Solo, which are like Disney productions and have that Huge Pixar budgets. team, yeah. are like obviously going to get nominated... Never saw Ready Player One. Christopher Robin was beautiful and really should was. have won. But I feel like the best visual effects are always like kind of a kind of the dark horse. Cause you have stuff like Hugo and like Life of Pi and mm-hmm. Gravity and like Ex Machina, which beats like Star Wars, The Martian, The Revenant, and Mad Max. Yeah. I saw Gravity on my grandma's like TV from the eighties. It was crazy. It was How not. It, <laughs> it was not the way you're supposed to watch. It was that not movie. the way. You, that's not the way you're supposed to watch any movie. It was literally on a screen this big, and it was this, like giant IMAX. I like that you like used a visual reference <laughs> on a podcast. Forgot for the people. It looked at, like for this. the people at home. I was holding my fingers about this far apart. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, now I get it. My headphones. No, just the out. only people listening know exactly what I'm talking about because they were in the room with me watching Gravity. Um, no, my old coworker from Bowtie Cinemas is listening. Kate Gallagher. Kate Gallagher. Kate Gallagher. What's up? What's popping, Kate Gallagher? We love you. <laughs> Come to Boston and hang out with us. Um. Okay. So it visual probably effects. it probably could have won visual effects. I think it was also trying to get a best director nod. Really? What do you think well, was nominated for Best Director that year? Best Director? Oh, gosh. Uh, that was Shape of Water year, right? Nope. What? I have no Shape sense of, of time. Shape of Water was 2017. Shape of Water came out when we were freshmen. Oh, that's true. Dude. This was the year of... Um, uh, I'm going to try and remember. Um, I think Roma. Oh, yeah. Roma won. Roma won. And that was a big thing, because I think like five out of the... I'm trying to remember. I'm really bad at this. Five out of the 
like 10 people uh-huh. that would have won in this decade have all been people of color mm-hmm. or immigrants, mostly Spanish though. <laughs> or one was French and one was Tom Hooper. Do you think Steve Carell should have gotten a nod? For best acting, he had an okay performance. I don't think the performance was the issue. It was the writing and the everything else about the movie. But I think his performance was fine. I think he was a fine actor in this movie. Um, and honestly, I th- I think he could have cracked this best actor race. I think so. it was in the best actor race. Rami Malek, Christian Bale, Ugh. Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe for a movie I have never heard the of. Florida Project? First, he was nominated two years ago um, for supporting. <laughs> so, no. And Viggo Mortensen okay. for Green Book. Interestingly, all of them are playing real people except for Bradley Cooper, who's playing a um, like notable person. Well, he was in uh, Star is Born. Star is Born. So he's playing, like, the character he plays has a Wikipedia page. Okay, here's another issue we have in the movie. I think Welcome to Marwin, <laughs> and, and again, our target audience, my sister, would love this. Welcome to Marwin would be way better if it was a musical. That's what this movie needs because it's already so campy. This movie, this movie's tone is unbelievable. It's wild. It's there's a scene addiction. When a, there's it's, a scene where Leslie Mann's doll character gets shot and dies. And so Steve Carell goes to church to pray, and then a Nazi comes up behind him and tries to shoot him. And Steve Carell's doll head turns 180 degrees around and goes, what are you doing here? And then Steve Carell wakes up from a Xanax-induced nightmare, steps, like, literally in the Three Stooges, steps on a broom, and the broom handle knocks him in the head. And then he falls to the floor, and this, like, secret hatch in his floor lifts up and whacks him on the head again. It's so funny. So funny. But he goes on like a full bender. But like this movie has like dolls and they're dancing and singing and doing crazy like gun stuff. And it would have been so. And they're always getting their boobs out. Yeah, there's multiple. Okay, that's a wild scene where Marwin's taking pictures and and a doll character runs out of a church. Her shirt rips open, revealing those classic nippleless Barbie breasts. But they are bouncing. They have boob physics, which is some poor coder at us that they're coding in the physics. And then the person who the doll is a representation of in real life walks up to Mark and goes, hey, why don't you put a shirt on me, like, all playfully? Not like he's being a really weird creep. And he's creep. photographing it. Like a creep. And she's like, why am I topless? And he's like, your shirt got ripped off by the, by the Nazis. Nazis. And she just goes, Mark... Okay, that's what like weird incels say when they like defend their favorite video games. Like, well, of course this character needs to have her her boobs out. They were ripped by Nazis. It's part of the canon. This movie has such incel energy. It does. Leslie Mann's boyfriend, Kurt, such a Chad. Yes. Such a Chad. And then Marwin proposes to... To Leslie Mann. To Leslie Mann. Not with a ring, but with, with, a, a, used with a used purple, purple heart. heart. A used purple heart. Within like a week of meeting her. That he bought for forty dollars. Can you really buy a purple heart for forty bucks? Let's no. go on eBay. Yeah, I want to. I want to because like if I'm trying to propose to my, you know, ham, my Leslie man, <laughs> which is what I call my hand. Are you? Do you use your right or left? I I use a rolled up picture of Leslie man. Ah, yeah. To do my Ew. to do my Bible study. <laughs> All four fingers. Oh wait, whoa. Yeah, can you use Oh, no, that's just for the box. Oh. How much to buy a purple heart, like a real one? Um, I'm going to say- $600. You can buy a lapel for $20. Well, I want a real like one. like a real purple heart? Yeah. Um, like 200 bucks. Really? Oh, you can buy a, a purple heart casualty certificate for $338. Which means that when you die, you get a purple heart? No, you get like a certificate that says like someone you bought it for had a purple heart. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool yeah. gift. You can buy a lot of pens. Oh, you can buy a fake purple heart for $15. Yes. I'm going to go as a purple heart for Halloween. You can buy a box for 45 Wait, Gary, we should we should go as Welcome to Marwin for Halloween. No, my Halloween costume is already set. I'm going to be Elizabeth Holmes. From what? Th- Theranos? <laughs> the world? 
I, she was the one that run that fake blood testing company. Oh, okay. I'm I'm going to be a bottle of soy sauce, but a sexy bottle of soy sauce. Ooh, we should cut some holes in it. Some yeah. strategic holes. Just one where my nipple is and one where my belly button is. Sorry. Can we... Okay, so we have 12 minutes left. Yes. I'm clapping. Um... How do they end this podcast? I don't know. What do <laughs> You're the you, one who listens to it. I'm kidding. Um, no, I don't think he could have cracked the best actor race. Not best actor, the best director race. No. Because it was Roma the Favorite, Black Klansman, Vice, and Cold War. Yeah. And those are all very, like... Directory movies. Fabulously directed movies. Mm-hmm. Except for Vice, but Vice is very stylized. I love Vice. I think Vice was a great movie. That's a That's neat of you. <laughs> To think, I liked Adam McKay, and that's a very like very straight white film boy thing to do. But like, I enjoyed Vice. Yeah, Vice is a dad movie. It, I'm, and you are a father. Yes. Okay, so the way they end this podcast is by playing a game that me and all my friends love to play: mm-hmm. the IMDb game. Okay, I'm really good at this game. Have you played it? No. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> we're not friends. But the way you play the IMDb game is you go on IMDb, you search up an actor, and then you, Henry Johnston, have to guess their four movies that they are, quote, known, known for. for. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yep. All right. So I have decided um, that I'm going to do someone that I think... Do I know any of these movies? Yeah. Yeah, someone that I'm sure you're very familiar with. Okay. Here are the rules for the IMDb game. You're going to guess the top four known four movies of this actor. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's a TV show or like an animated movie or like a dub, I'll let you know. Got it. Just so you're not stuck. And I'll give you just a couple hints. Then I'll give you the years of the movie. And then if you can't guess, I'm just going to shoot hints at you you until you can guess it. And I'll go first and give you a person. And then you'll go and give me a person. Got it. it? All right. We're going to do... Freddie Highmore. Okay. Okay. Freddie Highmore. Freddie Highmore. The good doctor. Yes, the good doctor. The good doctor. I think I got this. I think I got this. Oh, I'm so excited for what you think. Okay. Whenever whenever I'm ready. Go. Spider-Work Chronicles? No. I thought so, but no. Bates Motel? Yes, Bates Motel. The good doctor? No. Not the good doctor? I would have told you if it was a TV show. Okay. Okay. They're all movies? They're all TV? Well, besides Bates Motel. Besides Bates Motel. Um, I, that's the only two that I know from Freddy. Wait, Willy Wonka. Yep. Charlie, it's actually called Charlie Chocolate Factory. Well, yeah, 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 but you know. Uh, um, this one not the Spider-Man Chronicles. is a play on Broadway. It stars Hugh Grant, Kate Winslet. It's not a Peter Pan movie. Oh, Pan? Nope, but it is the movie from the 90s? No, the one with Captain Hook. The Hook. No, it's not Hook. The movie from the 90s. It's not that. It's about the person that wrote oh gosh Peter Pan oh boy um I'm so bad at this Johnny Depp is also in it the guy from Glee was in it was in the Broadway version of this it shares a title with that Michael Jackson documentary oh Neverland except instead of leaving it's Creating the opposite Neverland. of leaving. It's arriving at Neverland. <laughs> kind of. What do you do before you arrive somewhere? You uh, have to look for it on your phone. Oh, searching for Neverland. What's a synonym for searching for? Finding Neverland. There you go. <laughs> and then the other one I've never heard of, so we're not going to do. It's what called is The it? Art of Getting By. Okay. I do not know that movie, so we're not doing that movie because I have no hints for it. Okay. Oh, wait. No, it's about George, a lonely and fatalistic teen who has made it all the way to his senior year without ever getting a real day of without ever having done a real day of work you would relate to this movie Henry <laughs> Emma Roberts is in it wait this movie sounds good can we end early let's watch this wait I, I, I gotta give you I an know. actor I know alright I'm, I'm not gonna google them I'm shutting ooh, here's a good one here's a good one if it's a meme I'm gonna be very upset no okay Jamie Lee Curtis <sighs> who wants from okay I can okay. Scream. No. Really? Yeah. How, it's a weird selection. Are there any TV shows? No TV shows. Okay, Freaky Friday. They're all movies. Yep. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Yep. Okay. 
Um, you again? Nope. Oh God, give me some years. Uh, okay, 1994. Oh, uh, a fish called Wanda. Yes. Yeah. Is that's, that the 94 one? No, it's 88. Got it. So you have two of the four. <laughs> one of them's from 2018. It's a big hint. <laughs> Is it Halloween? It's yeah, Halloween. The oh 2018 my God. remake. So there's one left. Um, it's not the original Halloween. No, it's the remake. That's insane. Yeah. I when I said scream, I meant Halloween. All right, here's the uh, description from the last movie. Okay. A fearless, globe-trotting terrorist battling secret agent as life turned upside down when he discovers his wife might be having an affair with a used car salesman <laughs> while terrorists smuggle nuclear warheads into the United States. Is this not A Fish Called Wanda? No, this is the movie you haven't guessed yet. Okay, who it's else is in it? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. And Jamie Lee Curtis are in this movie. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis' character is named Helen Tasker. Um, I think... <laughs> I've never heard of this movie. It sounds awesome. Directed by James Cameron. Is it is it Terminator? No. 94. Um the the t- the title is an oxymoron. Jumbo shrimp. If you're listening at home, if if my parents are listening at home and you know what this movie is, also please text me if you want to guess and even get it before Gary. Oh my god. Um, oh Jumbo, my god. Yeah, it's Jumbo, it's called it's Jumbo Shrimp. Is it really called no. Jumbo Shrimp? <laughs> Go die, um, bitch. The, the poster says, when he said I do, he never said what he did. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching this movie. All right. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Yeah, what is it? True Lies. True Lies. I've never heard of this movie. I, I it think sounds it lit. Oh, apparently my parents already got it. Damn it. Uh, well, tell me what gave it away. That was fun. We should do that more. Yeah. Can we end every episode with that? Maybe. Or let's just do that when we hang out. Yeah. But we don't we'll, really hang out. We'll do it off. We only hang out for content. For content. Right, yeah. We, we hang got, out to watch Marwim. How much we, time do we have? We have, to, we have to end it. Oh, girl. We got five minutes. Girl, let me get. We got zero minutes because we need to end five minutes before. Well, like, who said that? There's people waiting outside, probably. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, we should end five minutes early. All right. Uh, don't watch Welcome to Marwin. <laughs> or do and invite me over and we'll have a lot of fun. A Henry and I had fun. fun watching We did them. have a lot of fun. I'll tell you that. We had fun. We had fun. And we hope you had fun too. But there were long... I would not recommend this movie as a, in like you're so bad it's good movie night. Because mm-hmm. unlike like The Room or, or like Debs, mm-hmm. this movie is not funny all the way through. Yeah. This movie is just... We were very... Halfway through we were like deep into our phones. And oh, yeah. I almost put headphones on and watched something else while this movie was playing. If I didn't have to talk about this movie for an hour, I would have just stopped watching it. All right. Well, I can tell you, tune in next week when we will be ripping off the podcast. Come town. Nope. <laughs> uh, how, next week, we are going to be ripping off How Did This Get Played? So you can look forward to that. We're going to play a video game. We are going to play a video maybe game we'll and talk about guess. it. And maybe, who knows? All right. Who we knows? will see you next week. Bye. How do I shut this off? Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs>